Hello and welcome to another podcast from me, Mr. Huff and Puff. This one is on energy use, diet, nutrition and hydration. In a previous podcast, I've talked about energy sources. Now we're going to look at the use of energy, your diet and how nutrition and hydration play a part in this. It is really important that we all have a balanced diet. But it's especially important for sports people who want to perform at the very highest level. You need to think about carbohydrates, fats, proteins, vitamins, minerals, water and fibre. And you're going to need to remember all of those for your exam. Let's start with something called macronutrients, carbohydrate loading and the intake of protein. Macronutrients are the types of food that you need in large amounts. An example of this is carbohydrates, fats and proteins. Let's look at carbohydrates. These are really important because they give you energy. And there are two types of carbohydrates. Complex carbohydrates, otherwise known as starch, and simple carbohydrates, known as sugars. Complex carbohydrates are found in foods that are quite natural, such as bananas, brown rice, wholemeal bread, wholemeal pasta, nuts and potatoes. Foods like this provide energy for exercise and should form about half of your daily intake. Simple carbohydrates, remember these are mainly sugars, are found in their natural form in fruit and vegetables, but are also found, are found refined in biscuits, cakes, chocolate and confectionery. Carbohydrates are stored within your muscles and in your liver as glycogen. When it is stored in the body, carbohydrates are stored as glycogen. When it is being used and moved, it is converted into glucose, which at that is used to provide the energy. Energy is needed to work and exercise and should come mainly from complex carbohydrates because they provide a slower and longer lasting energy release than simple carbohydrates. This can contribute to good long-term health. Let's look at fats. These are important because they provide energy and with, with glycogen, sorry, they help muscles to work. Fats are found in butter, margarine and cooking oils. They can also be found in foods like bacon, cheese, oily fish and nuts. The daily intake of fats provide energy and should be about 30% of your total diet. Now let's have a look at proteins. These are important to help build muscles and to repair damaged tissue. They are particularly important for athletes who are doing strength exercises such as rugby players and shots and hammer throwers in athletics. Proteins are used to provide energy during extended periods of exercise such as marathon running when all the carbohydrate has been used up. Proteins come from two types of food, animal protein and plant or vegetable protein. Animal protein is found in meat, fish, poultry and products that from dairy such as milk, cheese and yogurt. Eggs are also a good source of protein. Plant or vegetable protein is found in pulses, lentils, peas, beans. They also are found in nuts, bread, potatoes, breakfast cereal, pasta and rice. Some of the foods 
also contain a source of carbohydrate. People who follow a diet that, is, that doesn't use meat, such as vegan diet, eat no animal products, so they have to get their protein from cereals, pulses and nuts. Depending on what sports you are doing, that will make a difference to the macronutrients and the balance of these that you would need. An example of this is sumo wrestlers need more fat for the weight. Sprinters will use a lot of protein because they need the explosive strength and the muscle bulk. And marathon runners will have more carbohydrates to allow them to run further and faster. Now let's look at something called carbohydrate loading. And this is mainly used by endurance athletes. You will know that carbohydrates are a main source of fuel for endurance athletes, such as marathon runners. Carbohydrate loading, also known as carb loading or carbo loading, is a strategy that athletes can use to maximize the stores of glycogen, which remember can be used for energy in their muscles and liver. For your exam, I would highly recommend that you use the full term carbohydrate loading and not carb loading to gain full marks. Think about distance runners. They prepare for a race in a week's time. At the early part of the week, before the race, eating more protein will help the person's muscles to repair after high intensity training sessions. Later in the week, when they're getting closer to the race, they will eat high levels of carbohydrates that will help to pack in and store as much carbohydrate as possible, which will in turn increase the glycogen stores in the athlete's liver and muscles. Therefore, it is ready for the race itself. It is really important to take in the food in the first two hours after a race or an event or a training session. This allows the athlete to restock on carbohydrates used up during the activity. Isotonic drinks have a similar carbohydrate electrolyte concentration, very similar to what is already within your body's own fluids, and these can be used in a recovery process to boost energy intake. Now let's look at the timing of taking in protein for athletes who use powerful exercises. All athletes, but especially athletes that use a lot of power, use protein as a key part of their diet because of the role it plays in helping muscle growth. The timing of the intake, basically when you eat the protein, seems to be the main factor in recent research about getting the best results. Current research says that the ideal time to have protein is immediately after exercise. It allows you to minimize the protein breakdown when exercise breaks down muscle. It also stimulates muscle protein synthesis, which basically means that it increases the ability to repair and grow muscle after exercise quicker. It helps to build muscle too, because less muscle is broken down and more is grown, which means that total muscle increases. To put this in a real life uh, situation, when I'm um, training and I'm training for a big event, whenever I have had a run, probably minimum of seven miles or more, I will have a whey protein shake. Now, it is a protein shake that is developed for runners. So it is not made to put on 
and develop muscle bulk, but it is seen as a recovery protein drink. Now, what is interesting about this drink, it has lots of additives and nutritional sections added to it, but it is low in carbohydrates. It is very protein heavy and it is made specifically to help me recover quicker. Therefore, I can train as hard the next day. And there are lots of different supplements around these days to allow people to do that. Now let's take a look at micronutrients, water and fiber. Micronutrients are the parts of food that you need for normal growth but only in small amounts. We normally call these vitamins and minerals. Vitamins are a balanced supply that is essential for the body to function properly and they are used for good vision, good skin, red blood cell formation, healthy bones and teeth, blood clotting and healing. Vitamins come in two main groups, water soluble vitamins, basically they can be dissolved in water, and fat soluble vitamins that can be dissolved in fat. This is one of the reasons you need fat in your diet. Vitamin, vitamin A is necessary for vision and helps to prevent night blindness. You can find this in milk, cheese and carrots. Vitamin B1 is needed to release carbohydrates for your working muscles and you can find this in nuts and meat and whole grains. Vitamin C helps healing, it fights infection, helps maintain the bones, teeth and gums and you can find this in vegetables and fruit. Vitamin D is needed for the absorption of calcium, which is necessary for healthy bones. And again, you can find this in milk, fish, eggs, as well as some sunshine. Vitamin E is found in vegetable oil, cereals and wholemeal bread, and is needed for growth and development. Minerals are essential for a healthy body, and there are two key minerals that a sports person will need. The first one is calcium. It is important for bones and teeth and it helps to make the bones stronger, something that is crucial in so many sports, especially contact activities. Bones are at the strongest when you're around 30 to 35 years old, so I've had my time, and then it, you'll get weaker. It is important to keep up your calcium intake as as you get older, it reduces the likelihood of osteoporosis. Calcium can be found in cheese, cereals and milk. The other major mineral is iron, and you can find this in many, many foods, but, may, but including meat. And iron is linked with hemoglobin, which is the oxygen carrying sections of the blood that allow the formation of red blood cells. Without iron, your blood would not be able to carry oxygen around the body. So it's really important for an athlete, especially long distance athletes. A lack of iron can lead to anemia, which causes tiredness, shortness of breath and palpitations, otherwise known as an irregular heartbeat. Other minerals you need to be aware of are sodium, which is needed for maintaining blood pressure and balances of the body's fluid content. It is also needed for the transmission of nerve impulses. And another word for sodium is salt. Potassium, which has many important functions, such as balancing the fluids in our bodies and maintaining the correct functioning of our heart muscle, and you need small amounts of zinc and selenium. Zinc is for promoting healing and cells growth and selenium protects our immune system. And these are needed in very small amounts but are essential for our overall health.
Another major part of your diet is water. And water accounts for around half of your body weight. It holds oxygen and is the main component of many cells. It transports waste and hormones and nutrients all around the body and it controls the distribution of electrolytes. Electrolytes are also known as body salts and are essential for all of us, but especially elite athletes. During exercise, your body sweats and loses electrolytes. Some isotonic drinks claim to replace these, but a balanced diet will do this naturally. Water is essential to control your temperature. Athletes and sports people need water when competing in order to improve their performance and to offset dehydration. In most sports, players take on water or hydrate at regular intervals. Tennis players can take on water at a change of ends, as an example. If you feel thirsty, you are probably already dehydrated, so it's important to drink often in small amounts. When I run my marathons, I have been told that I should have half a cup of water, small cup, half a cup of water every mile. So you can see how it adds up, but I should be doing that from mile one and not waiting until I am thirsty. Fibre is also key to a healthy, balanced diet. It adds bulk to food and it aids the functioning of a digestive system. It is really important to have this as part of your diet because without it, it will not operate properly and you cannot get rid of waste products, which can lead to disease. Fibre is found in the leaves, stems, roots, seeds and fruits of plants. The fibre content of some foods may be reduced when they are peeled or processed. There are two types of fibre you need to be aware of, soluble and insoluble. It is important to eat a variety of foods, so both types are included in your diet. Oats, fruit and vegetables are sources of soluble fibre and this helps to reduce blood cholesterol levels. An example of sources of insoluble fibre are whole grain cereal and bread and these are important as a bulking agent to prevent constipation. I hope all of that makes sense and thank you for listening to another Mr Huff and Puff podcast with myself. Make sure you subscribe to this channel and my YouTube channel that you will be able to Google and find uh, screencasts to support your learning. I hope you'll join me again for another podcast and my next one will be on factors affecting optimum weight. Thank you and speak to you soon.